Welcome, welcome. You know, it seems like it's been a very long time since I've been here with you, family, and I'm so excited to be here tonight. Now, remember, this is a very special uh, night, a very special interview, and I want you guys to participate with me. So, the number to call here for the Primetime Power Show is 610-574-0513. I am very excited to be here. Before we get started, what I want to do is I want to let everybody know that um, not only is my guest a um, a specialist in drones, he's also the vice president of the Bartram Alumni Association. And I'm really excited to have that because, um, of course, I am a Bartram alumnus. And some exciting things is coming out of that. And he has done some wonderful things uh, with the organization, uh, especially getting us the 501c3 status, which I'm excited about. So we have some wonderful things that we can do through that. So... I want to introduce to you this evening, Mr. Uh, Michael Johnson, that has many um, titles. Um, and this one, this evening, we're going to specifically talk about uh, drones. I don't know very much about drones, but it was very interesting when he was talking to me about it and what the, um, what the company is doing. And so um, our title this evening is Drone Technology. Um, in the community, in the minority community. So I'm excited about that. And I'm excited um, for our young people to know what it is to have leadership and what it is to be involved in things. And guess what? I understand that this is going to be the way for the future. So I want to ask you a couple questions, Mr. Johnson. But before I do that, introduce yourself, tell them some things that you're in, um, involved in, some things that you hope uh, that will happen in the future and your goals and the things that and invite them out to the Bartram um, alumni and also invite them in getting to be involved in this drone syndrome thing. I say it's a drone syndrome, right? <laughs> a drone technology. Okay. Thank you very much, Christina. Uh, first of all, being part of the John Bartram Alumni Association, I was the vice president. Sorry. So, uh, but I am co-chair of the board of that association. So, That's just as important. Well, you know what? <laughs> a lot of work though, right? You get the opportunity to kind of sit back and observe oh, okay. and let the officers do most of the heavy what lifting. Uh, with that being said, oh, part of the mission of the Alumni Association is to uh, provide resources for the students that are currently at Bartram. In doing so, we're trying to enhance their education uh, adventure Yes. so to speak, by bringing them more in step educationally with the technology of today, and that technology includes drone technology. It's something that we're working for to get into the school after regular classroom hours as a workshop or a club. Well, do me a favor before yes. you go any further. Tell me what a drone is. So basically, <laughs> a drone is a a device that can be operated remotely by an individual. So in doing that, drones take on many forms. You have aerial drones, which are referred to as small unmanned aerial vehicles. You also have submersible drones. <laughs> so you, you, wow. you also have ro uh, roving robots, which are considered drones of a certain level. Now, the difference between the submersible and the aerial drones is that the aerial drones have a much greater 
area that they can cover versus the submersible drones. Submersible drones are actually connected by a tether. And that is? Uh, well, it's a basically a line that will transmit back the picture that the drone sees. Oh, okay. And also it transmits the control commands, such as to dive deeper, to turn left, turn right, stop. So those are the subtle differences. Okay. Now, now as far as what effect that drones have on our everyday life, just three weeks ago, uh, there was the first transplant organ delivery by drone to the University of Baltimore Medical Center. Uh, It was delivered from three miles away from across the city. It cut down the transport time from, let's say, 45 minutes to approximately five minutes. Wow. Which is a life-saving difference. Yes. So, yeah, this is not the future. It's the present. It's here. Uh, for, well, for me, it would be at my old age, it would be almost like, like the future. Cause some of these things, some of these technologies, um, children just get them, you know, they just do it. They born into it. So it is almost like for them. Yep. It's right now. But for later, for me, it's later. Cause it's going to take me maybe a couple of years or something to even learn about it. So, so fortunately <clears throat> we have an opportunity as as a people and as everyday people to be in front of the wave for a change instead of behind the wave. The difference being is that instead of getting a minimum wage employment opportunity behind the wave, you now have the chance to get a true earning potential opportunity in front of the wave. Wow. You, you, you got this producer. I do. Now, is now is this something that you have to do secondary education or is this something that is trainable within within a job position? So, we have two organizations or two companies. Now, one company is called Drone Lecture. And that consists of a partner and myself that created a test prep training manual to help you become certified to be a commercial drone operator. Now, is this is this uh, document, is it downloadable online? Is it accessible on the website? So, yes, we have a website. Okay. There's an online course, but it's highly recommended that you do the classroom course, right. especially uh, if you are not versed in aeronautics mm-hmm. in some level. Mm-hmm. Even though they are airline pilots, drone pilots are much different. We've, we've had commercial airline pilots and military pilots take this course and when they finished they came up to us and said this was a little bit more than we expected it's quite <laughs> mm-hmm. different but yeah. we're glad we did it so the beginner can um pursue this type of career absolutely from the ground up okay absolutely uh you only have to be 16 years old wow to become certified oh, drone pilot that's a good jump start wow. to your career yes <laughs> high so, school this creates the opportunity for those who feel as though they don't want to do four yep. years of college. Yep. Yes. You yep. can take this certification course wow. and then take the FAA exam. You pass it. Now you're prepared to uh, actually come into the industry. Wow. So with that being said, opportunities that exist, if you have a drone that's of the level where you can go out and fly mm-hmm. and, ins- and take some video and pictures, mm-hmm. there are companies that they just uh, gather information for certified pilots 
into a database and they give them access to that database to look over and select opportunities to fly jobs for payment with instructions on what type of pictures that they Mm -hmm. require. They do that, submit the the pictures or the video that was required. They upload it and uh, a week later they receive a check. So take us conceptually about the process of actually controlling a, a drone. Is it a remote in your hand with some type of display? Like, okay, so just just for the novice, uh, kind of explain the basics of. Let's say um, I need to get the drone from point A to point B, but I'm at point A. Like, how does that process okay, work? Basic rules of drone operation. First off, you must keep the drone in line of sight. Mm-hmm. Now, what they refer to the drone as is a unmanned aerial vehicle which is part of the unmanned aerial system, mm-hmm. UAS. Mm-hmm. The system includes a radio controller with a tablet ah. screen. Okay. Yep, that's the screen. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Good job. So now you must keep that drone in line of sight, uh-huh. but it does have functionality and control for up to three miles. Your wow. natural sight ability is mm-hmm. going to actually... Yes fall off at about a half a mile yes. because of the size of, the, of some drones. Mm-hmm. There are drones that are much bigger that you will be able to keep in view at a further dense distance. But as you go through the training course, uh, it is specified that when you fly a drone, you must keep it 500 feet below the cloud level mm. and no further than 2,000 feet distance vertically. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what happens is that it starts to chameleon into the background of the sky and you lose track of it. Right. So, so how fast does the drone? There, there are different drones for different purposes. Yeah. Some of them on the commercial level get up to speeds of 85 miles an hour. Wow. There are others that get up to speeds of 45 miles per hour, 35 miles per hour. So it depends on what type of drone you're utilizing. Some are designed for search and rescue. Mm-hmm. Others are designed to do what's called 3D mapping, uh, wow. structural inspection. You also have uh, drones that are designed for agricultural use mm-hmm. as far as uh, crop dusting, mm-hmm. uh, herd management, wow. irrigation <laughs> development. So the different, what, the call, what they call verticals, the different verticals within the industry, uh, touch on everything from cinematography, mining, inspection, agriculture, traffic management, uh, telecom, tower inspection, high voltage power transmission lines inspections, power plant inspections, wind turbine inspections. Oh my! So, Listen, <laughs> I this. Now, now is, is there resistance from human beings with these drones? <laughs> like, what, what's, what's the flip side to this? Listen. The efficiency obviously goes up substantially. But, but, Absolutely. But, but what do you hear as far as the negatives from, I guess, humans? Obviously, you know, job security is the thing I'm thinking of um, well, off the top of my head that's it, going to get reduced possibly. No, actually, yeah. it doesn't reduce. It actually creates more job, mm-hmm. uh, more job positions. Because not only do you have uh, the drone pilot, you actually have a whole crew. Mm-hmm. Because you oh. need a visual observer. Yeah. You need a sensory operator. You need a safety officer. 
So that consists oh. of a whole crew. Right. Then yeah. on the back side, you also need a certified service tech. Right. Well, See, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So so now so it's creating jobs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not one for me. Now. Hey, you never know. Yeah, you never listen, know. I can't learn all that stuff that fast. No. You, you'd be surprised what really? you what you already learned. Yeah. So it's it's as far as being able to tell uh, where you are with the drone, navigation wise, in this course, we have a section that teaches you about uh, sectional charts, how to read them, and how to read all the documentation on them. Basically. Sectional charts tell you about lines of latitude and longitude, mm -hmm. which are nothing but number lines. Right. You learn about number lines in, in school. Yes. In, in, in middle school. So yes. one number line is vertical. Well, the other number line is horizontal. How well I remember that. Absolutely. So we're going to, um, I just wanted to ask you because one of the things that we were talking about um, um, is how our minority community um can be involved because at this particular time when I talk to some kids and, and things like that, they know drones by the drones, exactly. but don't know that there is a whole different category and a, a life changing experience involved with the um, drones. So tell me a little bit about how our minority community could be involved, not just kids, not just the children, but also the adults and oh, their parents sure, and all sure. that. I mean, because these opportunities, they exist, like you say, not only for the kids, but for the adults also. Because there are people out here that are underemployed as well as unemployed. Uh, to give you an example, that opportunity I told you about with um, the database and selecting jobs, mm -hmm. drone jobs out there. Well, mm -hmm. on the low side, you might make $50 for flying one job, they took you one hour. Oh. Okay, so. I took $50 that. an hour. <laughs> so basically. And, and it's fun. You right. Know? <laughs> right, $50 an hour. Okay. Right, right. So now, how long does it take you to make $50 an hour at minimum wage at exactly. Walmart? Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And they have this. And the thing about it is, that the exciting thing about it is, is that we could build their, their um, self-esteem and un let them understand that they have all this knowledge that they have and the ability to do it with the encouragement um, of people that know how to do it. So that's Absolutely. absolutely. To that end, uh, as I said, we have drone lecture. And I spoke of a, a larger uh, entity, which is called Aerial Systems Group International Incorporated. What that consists of is a consortium of minority-owned drone companies from New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Jacksonville, Florida, Maryland, uh, Houston, Texas, San Antonio, Texas, and Nassau, Bahamas. Yay! So <laughs> our focus is to have an impact on the industry. With the, within that collection of companies, some are female-owned, uh, Yay! It's from a woman's perspective. <laughs> yeah, from right. a woman's perspective. And the certifications that cut across the lines of this company include you have certified thermographers, you have certified drone pilots, you have uh, a military personnel that are retired, you have military wow. personnel that are still active, uh, you have um, a law enforcement. Wow. So 
former law enforcement and current law enforcement. So this is a, a, a collective, and our focus is on bringing the message to of what we can do and what can be done to the minority community by way of STEM and STEAM programs at churches, armories, and school districts. Right, and that's very, very good because right now the average person in our communities may think of a drone as simply as just a gadget. Yes. Exactly. You know, it's, it's kind of like a toy. It's like that yes. remote control car that I had back right. in the day. But they're not seeing it as great potential opportunities for right. a it's career. A, it's a very important tool. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a tool that's used now to inspect roadway infrastructure, reconstruct accidents, automobile accidents. Wow. Uh, my partner and I just today just finished our, our second group of New Jersey, New York Port Authority employees and a Franklin, New Jersey police officer who does nothing but accident reconstruction. Well, I'm going to need to go to the class because I'm going to need to to do something. No, no, you know, I, mean, I, I really appreciate doing what I'm doing. You know, you're, I really reti do. you're retired, right? You got you got plenty of time to pick up a new a new thing. A hey, whole, a whole new thing. Hey, and there's a potential for a husband. I mean, so it's hey, more, it's more know, than flying hey, drones. I, I, I can't necessarily this. rule that out in your life, but you know, listen, you know, you, ne you never know is. what the drones can bring together. Listen, God put something in front of you, you're supposed to take advantage of it. Now, if I need to fly drones, I need to do that, or be an inspector, or be a whatever it takes. So, but, so, quick question let's go back to the implementation of getting this exposed in our schools what's what's the current plan particularly in the philadelphia school district so here's where we are at with our efforts or with my effort i should say at this point um i focused my attention on bartram mm -hmm. because uh being an alum and yep. having the association in place yeah so in doing that we also had to focus on the feeder schools to bartram mm -hmm. yes and create a pipeline uh and to that end I've actually spent time with the principal of Penrose Middle School. Mm. Uh, we sat down and drafted up a grant application that was being offered by New York Life Foundation uh, for technology to help the transition of eighth graders to high school. Wow. So hopefully we'll hear something on that within a week or so if it's been approved. In the meantime, through the Alumni Association, I uh, brought it to the floor at our last meeting mm -hmm. to pursue the Alumni Association starting a fundraising campaign to underwrite the cost of uh, after-school STEM drone program at wow. Bartram. And on the other side of that pipeline at Harcum College, they have an Upward Bound program for Bartram right. students, which we've done a presentation for. One of our principals, uh, Tony um, Reed from mm -hmm. Drone Tech UAS. He came down from New York and myself. We did the presentation. They loved it. There was a great response. So now we are doing drone lecture there this summer wow. for those Bartram students mm -hmm. and a couple students from uh, several other high schools. Oh. And we're going to get them all the way through the FAA exam, get them certified so they can that's so Get exciting. I am so excited. I'm just so excited about it. When I was at the meeting and, um, and heard about it. this, is not the first time I heard about it. I heard about it um, a couple months ago when I was um, when I had first come to the association. And um, my first thought was, 
oh, wow, you know, they don't have to always have the aspiration to be a doctor, a lawyer, a mm-hmm. teacher, Indian chief, or, or whatever. You can always think outside of the box. Absolutely. So I, I'm excited because some of these guys um, and ladies that I talk to that um, get in trouble, mm-hmm. they get in trouble because intellectually, uh, if you spoke to them, they are usually above where the normal child is but don't know how to apply it to something positive or they haven't been encouraged to be able to um, give that kind of um, support to them so the parents aren't able to give the support to them and their school is not offering anything that that is challenging enough right so I, i was excited about it especially um you know i'm a little biased but especially um bartram students uh, because I came from there, and I know they were one of the first uh, schools that offered technology uh, when I was in there, uh, that key punching and all that right. kind of stuff and mag tapes and stuff. And so I was one of the first uh, classes to uh, get involved in that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of excited, and I think that the kids would be excited if we have a revenue or a way of letting them know that it's available. See, one of the things we do, we have these wonderful programs, but we don't have a way of letting them mm-hmm. know that the programs right. are available to them. Right. And so not just Bartram students, but these children all summer, some of them are not going to live till September exactly. uh, because of the violence and stuff that, that's going on in our communities. But I guess my thought is if so we can get them to think um, that they can do something other than be there because their experiences statistics show that their uh, experiences is no more than one mile from their home. Exactly. That's um, their existence, area. one square mile. So yes. to that being, when you put a drone up in the air and you actually see the picture that's produced by that drone, that takes you beyond that one square mile. Yes. So now you also actually see, depending on what type of drone you're flying, you actually see the curvature of the, of the planet mm. yeah. and, and the horizon. So, wow, now. come on, we're gonna do that. <laughs> so, let's talk about the tech with the drones a little bit. What what type of uh camera, it, okay, specs spec wise, as far as is it, is it a 4K video? So, level? yes, you have 4K cameras yeah. now. You also have cameras that are called FLIR cameras, okay, that creates what's called a thermal image. That mm-hmm. thermal image will allow that drone, if you are on the street with a weapon, that drone is within 20 feet of you with the thermal image camera for FLIR it will see where that weapon is on you. Wow. So what that does is take away the excuse of, mm. I thought they were armed, or right. you know they are, and you can actually communicate to them through that drone and tell them, we see the weapon on your left side. Mm-hmm. Go down wow. to your knees, lay down with your hands out. Now, what are the number of ways this, these images are being transmitted? Like, okay. Talk about that a little bit. So now, the way that the images are transmitted from the drone to the controller or, right. or the screen mm-hmm. it's by uh, Wi-Fi okay so it's using for video 5.8 megahertz mm-hmm. yep for control of the drone from the controller the frequency is 2.4 gigahertz right so and wow. it actually goes to multiple channels and harmonic frequencies mm-hmm. within that bandwidth constantly scanning so mm-hmm. that prevents the drone from, from dropping from right. being taken over yeah yeah mm-hmm. wow well, is it time for us to go on a break? Yeah, let's take a break. We're, we're at about uh, 16 after. We'll take a break, and we'll come back on the other side. Okay, this is Christina, 
and I'm on the Primetime Power Show. This is Christina from Primetime Power Show, and I need you to give us a call, 610-574-0513. We're here with Mr. Johnson, and we're talking about drones. This is Christina Williams from the Primetime Power Show. I'm here with Mr. Johnson, and we're talking about drones. And during the break, we had a, a really good discussion. You know, I might be um, talking about drones and stuff later on because I'm thinking about taking the course and stuff because it sounds pretty interesting. So you told me um, some of the things that we needed to do, myself and the producer, on some of the things that we need to do. Could you share that with our audience? Okay, so um, to get started, you would uh, take Drone Lecture, which is a course that was created by myself and my partner, Alexander Paris. And that course it takes a total of about six and a half to seven hours over, over a period of two days. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> that's the first step. Now, once you take that course, okay, you'll be prepared to take the FAA Part 107 exam. Okay. And that exam consists of 60 questions. They give you two hours to take it. You need 70% correct to pass. Once you pass, you will be issued a temporary uh, unmanned or UAS remote pilot certificate. Mm -hmm. And you get the certificate, certificate because it never expires. But you do have to recertify every two years. Okay. So, so if I have to recertify every two years, I have to go through that same process with the same class or? No, that's okay. not as extensive. Oh, okay. The recertification is only 40 questions. And instead of two hours, you get 90 minutes to do oh. it. Oh. So it's not bad because after that point, you've been in the business for two for years and um, things will come a lot easier to you. Yeah. So initially, after you take uh, <coughs> drone lecture, the test prep 107, uh-huh. Then you would take a pilot and command ground school course with us. Now, once again, it's approximately three hours a day for two days. During that time, you will learn about the drone's uh, menus, its controls, and how to operate them. You actually get to take a drone up and fly. So you know, you'll learn how to read what's called the telemetry on the screen, which gives you your altitude, and your vertical distance from you. It also gives you other information about your video signal, about drones need satellite signal to fly within, uh, the, within the air. So they need a total of 18 satellites maximum oh. to navigate, but they can operate on a minimum of 10 or 11 satellites. Wow, wow, listen. You ready? Yeah, I just had a fundamental question. So the typical uh, drone, uh, what, what is the power source? How long are you able to fly? I mean, obviously, I know there's gauges and things that right. you, you see on your on your tablet where you can, you know, you can tell. Like, so what, okay. what's the standard? Like, just a standard drone. I, I know, obviously, it's different types, but like okay. a standard drone. Just give us some specs. So, so there are several different types of drones, uh, and one company dominates the industry, G DJI. DJI, so okay. uh, within their fleet, they have drones that have flight time of uh, 25 minutes 
32 uh-huh. minutes, yeah. 48 minutes. They're powered by uh, lithium polymer batteries, and they're, they're actually what they call intelligent batteries. So after they're not in use for a certain period of time, they right. will actually begin to discharge their power so that it doesn't damage the battery itself. Does it come back to me? Yes. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a function on the drone called a return home. Okay. That's, now, the, uh, that sounds better. Because <laughs> so, I know these drones are not, um, I know they're, they have to be expensive. Well, yeah. <laughs> for a drone that you're going to actually make money with, yeah. you need to be prepared to spend at least uh, $1,000. Yeah, it's definitely worth the oh, okay. investment. Oh, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> so know, the, I was, the return is so fast, you know? Right. Well, I, yeah. thought you was, I really, I thought you was going to say, well, you probably need one that costs $10,000. i am sure it's, I'm sure it's something that exists. No, well, but I thought that uh, was going to be the basic. Oh, okay. No. no, you know? no. Yeah. Well, there, there are drones uh, within our fleet. We have drones uh, that cost in the range of $40,000. Oh, So, uh, the Mercedes-Benz yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> drones. <laughs> Wow. So uh, the collective of companies uh, that make up Aerial Systems Group International are Drone Lecture, Drone Tech mm-hmm. UAS, uh, Focus UAS, Skyvalence UAS, Third Eye Aerial UAS, DNW Consultants, wow. Unique Video Impressions, Skyhound UAS, and so, Dragonfly Drones. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> I, I heard I heard about that. But okay. let me ask you something. So. Um, in Philadelphia itself, yes. um, how many um, companies or how many training um, facilities or? Um, well, well, let me put it to you this way. Of the level of our training uh, program, there are absolutely none. No, that's what I thought. Okay. See, that, that's what I was trying to get to. So it is really hard. And I'm glad that you brought up the topic about uh, technology in a minority community because it's not often that something like that is offered in our community for our, our children and our young adults to uh, go to another um, level. And so is it possible that we could, how would they get in contact with you if they were uh, at least interested or had some specific information? Um, they were looking for some specific information, especially for their children this summer, okay. and especially for those that are graduating in, um, in June. Right. And and uh, they are looking for something that would um, promise, give them a promising future uh, to be able to do, and it's not uh, going to break the pockets of their right. parents. So, so to that end, uh, I wanted to say that there are some programs around, but they are not as um, financially feasible as our program. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you wanted to get more information, you could go to dronelecture.com. I'm on it right now. Okay. <laughs> yep. And you could fill out um, Yeah, there's a form available. You can fill out the form that's there and it's we'll follow classroom up training you. options to purchase. Yes. Yep. So you could also go to you could send a email query to aerial systems group at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So And someone will um, get back to you. And somebody will get back to you, yes. Okay, everyone. So you you heard that you heard that is um, that they do have a uh, a email that you can contact them on, and that's Aerial Systems Group at gmail dot com. 
Um, it, it is very exciting. First of all, I know that you're really busy and you're up and down the highway and all that kind of stuff. Because when I was trying to get you, you were coming back from New York and stuff. So um, in that, how many at this particular time, and we talk about the STEM program, which yes. means what? It means... Science, Science, technology, engineering, and math. Yeah. Now, sure. they actually have um, evolved that to STEAM, which now it includes science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Mm. Wow. Because STEM to STEAM. Okay. Yeah, because within the construction of drones, there are different aeronautical designs that you can use uh, to create drones. Drones, you, you're used to seeing what's called a quadcopter which has four propellers. Why? So drones also have six propellers. They also have eight propellers. Wow. So but that's the, a jet. That's a jet. It used to be the 747 that we um, know we went from propellers to jets, right? Right. So <laughs> a little bit. Now going in the opposite direction, you have drones that are, are much smaller. You have drones that are smaller than your cell phone. Wow. So um, they can be used indoors. They can be, programmed using uh, drone block coding and it actually can be used uh, with code the code uh, Python which Python is used to write code for a lot of other things yes besides that wow this is this is just so exciting so there's, there's developer opportunities as well absolutely now you mm -hmm. want to make the real money all the raw data that the drones collect it has to be processed for deliverables to yes. the client or the end user. Yes. So that's where you actually make really handsome. Uh, what is that called? It's called uh, <laughs> raw data processing. Yes. Raw data processing. <laughs> yes, for deliverables. But you need to do you need to do all the other stuff before you get to the the raw um, data delivery. Right. You you need to know what you're looking. What what kind of file are you looking at? Are you, are you mm. looking at something for thermal? Are you looking at something that's called LIDAR with Corona? Are you looking for mapping and data points? Mm -hmm. So, oh. so there, there are different uh, raw data sets that can be processed. That sounds wonderful to me. Now, that sounds like something I can do. Now, you know, flying drones, I don't think I'll be, I'm not all that excited about. I don't think I would want to kind of do that. However, this other you thing... You never know. You just got to get that control in your hands and you never know. Yeah. Once you... You, once got, you, you once take you, it for a test drive <laughs> just, just like just like that car you thought. Mm -hmm. That I might like, I might... I, I don't like. You know, you, you, so, you, you get that tablet, you get that control and you, you, you start hooked, knowing right? what you're doing. You know, you ride that bike kind of fast. You I never just, know. I just be hooked. Where I it can take you. Hooked. And you can see you can see so many places that oh, yeah. you know that you... Never imagined. Can you imagine? So, and you're just standing there so, in, in your place. <laughs> Christina, let me put it to you this way, okay? One, one, of, one of our partners, uh, he got hired to fly aerial shots for a feature film nice. in, in Bali. He was there for oh. eight days. Okay. Oh, wow. So... Um, Oh yeah, so that you know what that that might be a good thing <laughs> yeah, too okay, yeah. with these whole movie things. You know what I mean? I, I'm just I don't know. I guess I guess I just thought I guess I had this tunnel vision of what it was. I just think that I probably was just saying, well, okay, they just fly up, and I know that they take pictures and things like that. But the thing about it is, those guys that that um, fly the helicopters for law enforcement. Yes. They do the same thing that the drones do, isn't that right? 
Well, you know how much it costs to take a helicopter up. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I, I, yeah, so, exactly. so wait a minute. So you were talking a little bit about Derek. You was talking a little bit about jobs. Yeah. Who's gonna lose them? They might be one. No, they won't be. <laughs> they won't be. <laughs> Listen, if a drone can take the pictures better than me. Well, you have to look at the flight time. Wow. Yeah, it, like you it, said, it, the, the it limitations, depends, right. right? It depends on yeah. what the what the job is, what the project is. Right. So some things drones can do, other things you're still going to need a helicopter. For? Yes, absolutely. But it, it's an enhancement tool. I mean, you know, yeah, it has, it has a lot of versatility. That that's the beauty of it. Though. I just can't I, yeah. listen. So so law enforcement at them helicopters that I hear mm-hmm. at night. Yeah, I won't have to hear him if the drone takes the picture. See, the drone can just slide well, in. His, and, you know what you I'm know? saying? I don't have to hear it. I can see. Okay, hold on. Let's reel this in. Let's reel this in. Okay, because you have to remember that it has to be line of sight. So somebody needs to be in line of sight mm-hmm. of that drone right, on the right. ground. Okay, right. I'll be in a car. Right. <laughs> I'll be in a police car chasing it, right? Yeah, but no. they're actually working on beyond line of sight. Now, here's another whole bank of jobs that are going to come up do you realize that fedex ups walmart amazon yep. have all applied for mm-hmm. flying warehouse permits yep. for regional drone delivery yes they have yep i heard about that i did okay. hear about that on the- wow so you need pilots to pilot those drones mm-hmm. you and that's a whole network there's actually the beginnings of a air traffic control system in place now in the U.S. for drones. It's called LANCE, Low Altitude Authorization Notification Capability. Now, within that network, they are developing it further so that there will be air traffic controllers for drones and drones will start to be manufactured with transponders just like planes. They will have their own level of air traffic. What we teach now within this certification process is that you cannot fly higher than 400 feet above ground level. So within that range, there will be lanes just like you have for air, regular air traffic mm-hmm. above that. Mm-hmm. And just like you have for automobile traffic. On, Underneath it. On, imagine yourself on the school kill. There's three lanes. Right. Okay. So you got the slow lane, you got the moderate lane, and the passing lane. Right. So within that 400 feet, there'll be designated different lanes for different types of beyond line to site uh, drone operation. There ha- but So if they're going to do that, they have to have some kind of um, control on the amount of um, drones in the air at any specific time, in any specific area, like just like they do the airplane. Right. So that's where the air traffic control comes in. That's why they have transponders. And right now they already manufacture drones that, if you are within five miles of an airport in Class B airspace or Class C airspace, that drone will not start. Wow. You have to use your certification certificate number, go in, file a flight plan, and request authorization. And then it will activate that drone. So you hear right here on Primetime Power Show that you too can be a part of this whole drone um, community where you could learn so many different uh, aspects of 
flying drones and the the care for them and the people that use them and the organizations and the institutions that are planning to use them like Walmart and Amazon and all of those other um, big corporations when they want to move their product. So if you have any questions on this, call 610-574-0513. You can also email us if you have um, any questions and we can get it to um, Mr. Johnson. Or you can email Mr. Johnson or the, the crew at Group at gmail.com. It's a um, it's it's a wonderful place to be. I'm I, I I'm listen. I'm gonna have to have you back, especially when the whole crew is here, because I'm sure that they will um be excited about hearing about these things and and having the children and the young adults to be a part of it. So young teens, young adults, older adults, senior adults, everybody is very important Great that you opportunities know available. that about this drones so mr johnson i want to thank you oh, for welcome. coming here um derek before we get off my um segment i do want to um let everybody know that i really miss my counterpart um mr um earthquake and i'm praying for his recovery he's <laughs> and he's doing well i'm certainly excited to um, hear about that i love you greatly um earthquake um i also wanted to um, talk a little bit about well i don't want to talk about it i just want to say some shout outs my um niece got hired by tyler perry there's oh, going to be a new show yeah right. that's going to come Beautiful. out uh, every week and she has a place on that so i'm excited about that i also want to um, tell you those that i talked to about advertising um um, opportunities to just get in contact with Mr. Derek um, so that he will be able to give you some other information and I have some information that might be exciting for you. So with that. So Mr. Johnson, before we sign off on the segment, if you yes. can give us information again in regards to drone lecture, how they can get in touch with you and your company for education, training, uh, deployment information as well to get access to the great training that you talked about today. Okay, so you can reach us at dronelecture at gmail.com. You can also reach me at 267-225-0013. You can reach my partner by Parrish at Drone Lecture. Paris, P-A-R-R-I-S, dot dronelecture at gmail.com. Wow. Okay, so next we're going to have Reverend Dr. Pendleton. And you know, I always say it's Shuckham Ministries, but he has changed it to what, Derek? The place of decision. Okay, so that's what Shuckham Ministries means. So, <laughs> right. so Coming um, up next. <laughs> on the next side, this is Christina from Primetime Power Show.